This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, it's Positively Ernie Extra, New York's TV legend and 77 WABC radio talk host with positive news and interviews to inform and inspire you. Now, here's Ernie Anastas. All right. Okay. Thanks. And hi, everybody. And here I am with another great show for you. Yes, I'm Ernie Anastas. Let's talk about success. Success. What is it? And, and why do we want it? How do we get it? Tons of books have been written about it. TV shows are hosted by all kinds of experts who talk about success. There are success stories everywhere you look, and we hear a lot about it kind of early in life, too. You know, you got to win, you got to become somebody, you have to make something of yourself. Uh, it seems to be a driving force for a lot of people. Now, is it a good thing or not? I mean, or what is it? Maybe it depends on what your definition of success is and how you seek it in life. Okay, you're going to like today's show. I've got a fabulous guest who's going to answer a lot of good questions for us. Let's say hi to Nell Daly. She's a popular psychotherapist in New York and one of my favorite people. Hi, Nell. How are you today? Hi, Ernie. How are you? I'm doing great. Always oh, nice to have you here. It's a pleasure. And, you know, Nell, uh, this is a terrific subject. We, we started talking about it before we went on the air. Uh, success. You know, it's kind of a relative term. Uh, if you achieve what you want, and you're happy. Is that kind of like the broad definition of success? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the Dalai Lama would say that the definition of success, and of course I'm quoting very loosely here, is to be at peace with mm. where you are. So I think sort of finding your peace in what you're doing on a daily basis yeah. is a good way to measure your success. That's a very good word, peace. Yeah, not feeling like you're anxious about something, that you're comfortable. You're comfortable with yourself or what's going on. Yeah, but I, and also, though, I mean, I think success is defined a bit by where you are in terms of what life stage you're at as well, mm, right? Yes. So, you know, your definition of success is going to be very different in your 20s and it's going to be, you know, in your 50s, let's say, or in your 70s. Um, and so I think people uh, are best to be really flexible about how they define success for themselves over their lifetime. And it changes, you're right, over time. You know, what you conceive as being, you know, success when you're 20 years old can change when you're 30 years old, plus it changes, it evolves as life goes on and, and you begin to experience life more. Yeah, and, you're, and this should be happening, right, because it's a sign that you're actually evolving. And, you know, people who are... Um, psychotherapists or spiritualists say that really what you're trying to get back to is your real self. Mm. And I, I think as we sort of talk about this today, we're going to hear the nuances about success are in how do you feel like yourself in public if you're right. trying to be successful? Right? So, I mean, I know you've dealt with this because you're a public figure. Uh-huh. So, you know, a lot of people are scared to go after what they want. Yeah. because They're afraid of being judged. So that comes up as well. Oh, you yeah. know, that's a, that's, a, that's a great thing that you just mentioned. You're a psychotherapist. You help a lot of people. People are worried yeah. about being judged and, and, and maybe not being good enough to be successful at whatever they're looking to do. How do you help people like that, Nell? 
Oh my goodness. This comes up so much, Ernie. It's such a great question. Mm. This is what I say. And I've thought deeply about this because I'm from a small community. And so when I stepped out and started doing more public things, I could tell I was being scrutinized in a different way. I think that to be successful, if you want to be in a public position or really try for something that might be outside the norms Mm -hmm. of what your community dictates, Mm -hmm. you've just got to find a couple people to support you. Don't look for everybody to agree with your decisions because it's not going to happen. True. And what other people think of you mm. is none of your business. Boy, you what know, you know, that's to, go ahead. Keep going. I <laughs> know. I like what you're saying. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And, and so, but I think that it's very powerful to have just a couple of close friends or family members that will have your back yeah. no matter what and will keep you going. You know, no, sometimes we don't have that in our families. No. We have to find it outside of our families. Yes. We have to find a mentor and to have those open conversations with those people to say, I'm going to try something new and I might fail at it spectacularly, mm. yeah. but I need you to have my back. You, and, you've and heard that. I you, think you, you've you're heard, much more powerful. Absolutely. And you've heard that expression that you really matured when you don't really care or are concerned about what other people think that you're yeah, on your own. And, yeah. And I think I honestly, I, I, just to kind of like add a little bit to that, yeah. we always hear that sort of famous, you know, the, the mantra of like, just don't care, kind of go for it. But sometimes there's quite a few social repercussions or even financial repercussions okay. for going after what you want. Mm. And so in like historically, let's say for women who were outspoken um, or for people who might live a different lifestyle than what most of their, you know, community or family has lived mm-hmm. you know, over the last few generations of their lives. Um, it can be scary to step outside and really kind of like be your authentic self. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, right? So there could be like actual sort of social um, punishment involved, being well, estranged from people or being cast it, it out. It takes a courage. Bit. It takes courage, you know, right? You have to have the courage and the strength and, and a sense of good self esteem to be able to say, I'm going to do this because this is who I am and this is what I want. Yeah, and to maintain, how do you maintain doing that and feeling safe at the same time? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to put yourself in any kind of like unsafe situation. So I really feel like that's about, and I, again, I've studied this on all kinds of levels. I really feel it's about finding just a couple of people that have your back that say you can do that. Oh yeah. That's very um, important. Very, now, you yeah. know, I want to bring up something else too, that I, I know that anybody who's listening to us is going to say, yeah, what about that success? It's, it's usually tied most of the time to money position yeah. and power. How do you feel yeah. about that? Go ahead. I mean, listen, I, I, when I work with patients, I would always say that the interesting thing is what's your, what's your definition, definition of financial success? And can we write it down on a piece of paper? And what happens over time is that that benchmark moves. People think if I have a million dollars, I'm going to be happy. Oh no, wait, now it's 4 million or now it's really 6 million. Um, and uh-huh. so I, I've never found that's like a really great way to gauge whether or not you feel successful. And studies maintain that as long as you feel comfortable, like your middle class, the upper middle class, mm-hmm. your level of happiness doesn't change whether or not you reach like the ultra high net worth individual. Right. Well, right? you know, you, you, you mentioned it at the very beginning when you talked about peace and having a sense yeah. of peace and calm and, and feeling that you're satisfied with yourself. And that's an important yes. part of what we're talking about uh, with success. Yes. But on the flip side of that, Ernie, is that 
you don't generally feel successful if you're anxious about your next meal. That's true. And so for many Americans, they're still living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, that's not good. And 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 so how do you feel how do you feel successful when you have financial anxiety mm. over your head all the time? And so then you end up kind of being in a constant state of trying to what I would say strive as opposed to thrive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and they don't you know most people and I've been in this position in my life at certain times which is ironic as a psychotherapist where you don't really have the breath or the space to do a lot of navel gazing. You don't Mm -hmm. really have a lot of time in your head or bandwidth to say like, well, how do I really feel about this? Because the day is going and you've just got to make money. You're just hustling to pay your bills. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. No, that's very, that's very basic in life. I mean, you know, people have to have, like you say, enough money to be able to, you know, pay the rent and take care of, you know, food on the mm-hmm. table. We don't want to give the wrong impression here. There's nothing wrong with success. We're just talking about how we define it and how it's good for each of us individually. Uh, and if you do have a goal, I, I strongly believe in this. Go after it. Try to achieve that goal. Uh, money is part of it, but it shouldn't be the driving force in many ways. But you should at least know what your goal is and work towards achieving it. And there's so many ways to do it. You have to plan. You have to goal set. You have to research and take action. Those things are very fundamental in getting things done. Yeah. And you know what, Ernie? That's important to repeat because a lot of people don't have the ability sometimes to Mm -hmm. do that, Mm. right? They don't really know how to, they're not necessarily logical thinkers. They might be creative thinkers, so they have vision, but they don't really know how to back into it. So that's why I also say like mentorship or friendship, or if you have somebody who's really good at like creating a plan and and delivering on actionable items, Mm -hmm. team up with them. That's why business partnerships are so wonderful because people can fill in the gaps for each other. Yep. But I just want to go back really quickly to something you said. I think when we're looking at success, you want to break it down into buckets, right? So you have like your spiritual success. What does that look like? What does your financial success look like? What does family success look like and relationship Mm -hmm. success look like? What does friendship success look like? And then maybe, you know, maybe you're only at step one or step two in your financial success plan. Sure but you're really killing it with the family. Mm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. All of the goals that you have set out for yourself in terms of having a family mm-hmm. and families can make up all kinds of things. Maybe it's owning a pet. Maybe it's being really happy and having one kid. Maybe you're on your way to having your third kid. Yeah. Maybe it's not being married. Just sort of defining those things and writing them down. You know what? I'm so big on writing things down. I've always yeah. done that, and I still do it to this day. I, I, I make sure that I write something down. Someone once told me a long time ago, make a plan and work your plan. You can't just write something down and then just leave it alone. You have to look at what you've written down and say every day, am I working on this? Am I getting closer to this? Am I redefining this a little more? Because if Mm -hmm. you don't do that, it just sits there, and then you turn around six months, a year later, and you're in the same spot. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And that's also why psychotherapy and and getting help, you know, whether it's coaching or, you know, deeper help with anything Mm -hmm. that's going on is so important. 
Because yep. speaking it out loud as opposed to having it all in your head is also very Oh, helpful. yeah. You have to share that. And you have to share it. It's not yeah. really the advice that I'm going to give or somebody else sitting across from you is going to give. It's just hearing yourself saying it out loud. You can't take it back. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. You're right. Success. That's what we're talking about. Hey, Nell, uh, got a call. Uh, someone's on the line right now. And uh, thanks for joining us. Hi there. How are you today? Hi. Great. Um, Ernie, I just love this topic. I love you. Your show is great. Um, I just want to say I like little successes. Mm. I'm a former elementary school teacher, and when you see this kid struggling, he just can't get it, and with a little hard work, he's gets it. It's Mm. a success for the teacher and the student. And it's the most rewarding thing. So I'm all about little successes. That's great. I mean, I I strongly believe in that, too. And I'm sure Nell wants to jump in on that. Little successes, building it up. Isn't that a nice... And and congratulations being a teacher and and being such a powerful force in so many children's lives. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you so much calling in because I think what gets lost in our adult lives is the teachers that we had in our childhood. Hmm. Those voices that get in our heads when we're children and tell us, you know what, you guys can do this. You can figure out how to do multiplication. You can figure out how to read. It's, we lose that sense of being able to accomplish the small little things because we don't have someone encouraging us necessarily every day. And I wish more teachers went into the roles of then teaching us as adults mm-hmm. how to keep going and keep pushing ourselves Absolutely. with little action items to get to the next step. You know, teachers... And, and that's why also ask coaches, right? Athletes um, who have ever played on teams. Yep. It's such a powerful thing to have somebody in your life like that. Without a doubt. You know, uh, I, yeah. It's so important. I mean, you know, when you talk about teaching, I, I really appreciated that phone call. Um, you know, when you talk about teachers, when I was in, in uh, let's see, I was in junior high and, and we had a career day and they were talking about all these different positions that you could apply for and different jobs yeah. and things. And I remember talking to my homeroom teacher, Miss Evelyn Ryan, and I said, Miss Ryan, how do you decide? I was 13. I said, how do you decide on what your career should be? And she said, Ernest, whatever you enjoy doing will be the avenue to your success. What do you like to do in your spare time? And I said, well, I built a little radio station down in my basement and we spin records and I do the news. And she said, that's it. That's it. Oh my God, so, yeah, and I pass that along. When I go out, I've written two books and one in particular for young children. I go to fourth, fifth graders and, and we talk about that and I share the story with them. And you know what, Nell? When I start asking them, what do you like to do in your spare time? What do you enjoy? They light up and they start talking about their hobbies, what they're doing. And eventually it's some type of a career that, that could be a possibility. Yeah. And you know what? I would add to that such a great story, Ernie. Thank you for sharing that. This is about your imagination, right? It's like how far can your imagination go and how important it is to encourage dreaming and Mm. for people to fantasize about where they see themselves. And then I would say, and I said this a lot over, you know, the decades that I was a psychotherapist in New York, I would tell patients, listen, dreams don't always come true on our timeline, but I have seen in my life people's dreams come true, so don't stop dreaming. Exactly. And, you know, it was Einstein who talked about how imagination was more important than knowledge. 
uh, that yeah. if you if you yeah, that you if you had if you could imagine something if you could create something in your mind and see it uh, that it was so powerful and it's true I mean we all know about you know um, the, the secret uh, which is the the power of mm-hmm. attraction the law of attraction mm-hmm. and I believe that wholeheartedly that if you start to visualize something and it goes back to the story of success is what we're talking about I think a lot of people that I've talked to and interviewed so many people over the years when they talk about their success story they imagine imagined it first. They started believing it. They started working at it. And eventually it, it, it came to fruition. And that's so important. That's fundamental. Yeah. And I think one of the tiny things that goes along with that is being open, mm. right? You have to be open to people. You have to be open to experiences and you have to put yourself out there. And maybe that feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't have to throw yourself out there, but mm-hmm. little by little, you got to put yourself out in the right place at the right time and just say, I'm going to be open to new people, new experiences, yes. to networking, yeah. to stepping outside my comfort zone, to having conversations. Because one thing will lead to the other and you'll be able to back into that dream very quickly. Um, I think if you continue to stay open, and at least that's always been the mm-hmm. secret of my success. You know, it also, no, yeah, I, I, I believe that. And I also think that, you know, when we talk about this word failure, um, that's a downer. But if we look at failure as a learning experience, I wish that early on we would teach our children, uh, whether it's at, at home, uh, in the school environment, just to understand that they're going to make mistakes. That's why there's an eraser or a pencil. Um, you know, you're going to make a mistake, but it's not really a mistake. It's a learning experience. You're going to correct something. You're going to make it better. And I think that's a very important part of being happy, peaceful, and successful in your life. I just heard Ed Sheeran, uh, who we all know who Ed oh, Sheeran is, a famous pop star, right? Tremendous. He was just interviewed by Howard Stern, and he said to Howard, I have learned nothing from my successes. Hmm. I have learned everything from my failures. There and I think are. highly successful people yeah. will say that. And, and just to go back to something else we were talking about, they also say that they're constantly updating and correcting every single morning their to-do list. So they write down what their to-do list is, and then they take the things that need to be done the most, which mm-hmm. aren't always the most enjoyable things to do, but the things that they really need to do the yes. most. I've heard one author describe it as swallowing the frog. And in the morning, you got to swallow the frogs, and then you can move on with your day. And I think that's also a nice way to lessen your anxiety about what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because we have so much anticipatory anxiety about doing some things that feel like, oh, this is going to be hard. Right. Do them at the top of your day. Right. Do them when you're fresh. You've had your morning coffee. You know, the, the day isn't kind of getting away from you. Sit down, swallow some frogs, mm-hmm. and then move on. And that really pushes your goal to the next level more quickly. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, Nell, um, on this on this subject, I have to bring up something. You know, I love positivity. That's what it's all about. Uh, but I have to bring this up because I want you to explain it. Envy, okay? Envy. Uh, I don't. I don't think people should be envious of someone who's successful. Uh, I like the idea of admiring someone, looking up to them, and trying to achieve the same. You've heard this quotation: "People love success, but they hate successful people." 
That bothers me when I hear it. And we, 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 know, we know people like that. And how do we deal with that? How do we catch that? How do we nip that in the bud? Envy and, and being jealous, because that's not a good part of getting towards your peace in mind and success in your life. So I, this is a great one. And it, it is, I know, Ernie, it's, it makes us sad, right? Yeah, yeah it does. You're the type of... If you're the type of person who isn't jealous or doesn't get envious or really celebrates somebody else's success, whether they're a friend or not, it's hard to be around people who aren't the same. Mm. This is a thing that I love telling people, which is chin up, eyes down. So let me explain that for a second. I was a swimmer and a swimmer can lose a race if they look to the right or they look to the left, because if you've ever been a swimmer, watch a swim meet, you know that things can be based off the 10th of a second. And so I have patients in my office and they're super distracted about somebody who's a, a downer or what younger kids would say are throwing shade at them because of something that they're doing. And they mm-hmm. don't feel supported by that person or they know, they know them or not. You and I have both probably faced times in our lives where we've done things where we've had a lot of public criticism, whether it's like sure. feedback on Twitter, or Instagram, oh, yeah. social media. And what my swim coach told me when I was younger and when I've carried through with my patients and my private practice is keep your chin up and your eyes down. So I like stay that. positive, but keep focused on your own race. That's, that's great. It. That's great. You just make a decision and yeah. say, you know what? What I'm doing isn't anybody else's business. What they're doing isn't any of my business. Yep. That's it. I'm just going to stay in my own lane. I'm not going to look to the right and I'm not going to look to the left because right. if I do so, I'm going to lose this race. You for know, myself. that's such great advice. And I have felt that way. You know, I've been on the air in New York, three major network flagship stations uh, holding a top position. And all the years that I've been on the air, and, and even today, but all the years, I never looked over my shoulder. I, I never thought about somebody who wanted to replace me or someone who was trying to harm me. I always concentrated on just doing what I knew I could do best and believing in myself and just being, you know, fair to myself. But more importantly, I think beyond that, I always looked to the people around me and, and I tried to help them look good and genuinely. And, and, and people will tell you that I've, I've worked with so many anchors in New York that I will do that. And I do that because I believe that by helping other people, you take it away from yourself, you help others and you help yourself in many ways. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, concentrating on who you are, but also uh, staying focused on other people around you. You know, that, that line, there are two kinds of people in the world, someone who walks into a room and says, here I am. And someone who Mm -hmm. walks in and says, there you are. That's a big difference. Big difference. Well, I I love that. And I, I think on the flip side of that, if you do, if you're not someone who typically experiences envy or maybe you are or jealousy, Can you take a second out for yourself and Mm. take a deep breath, open your heart, right? Just sit with it and say, what is it about this person's success that's triggering me? Right. And can you turn that trigger into something that inspires you? Because I often think that what we are triggered by, what we feel angry or upset about that somebody else is doing, when we look at that envy, we're like, oh, God. They're brave, and I wish I was that brave. Yeah. Right? Or they've achieved X, and I kind of am jealous because I want to achieve X. So instead of being jealous of them, maybe I should be inspired by them. Yes. And take a a page out of their notebook as to what they're doing to get where they've gotten, including asking that person for coffee. Yeah. Right? Creating a bridge. Right. Creating connection with people who you might, you know, at first find envious, you might end up looking up to. I also, you know, to that great quote that you said, I mm-hmm. believe that all boats float to a rising tide and, and that water finds its level. Oh, yes. So 
again, if you're in a space where you're positive and you're happy and mm-hmm. you want to make other people look good, because I never, I don't know about you, Ernie, yeah. I never want to be the smartest one in the room. Right? <laughs> I, I agree. Exactly. You I learn from other people, myself. too. Yes. Oh. I want to be surrounded by super oh, talented people. Oh, no, you're great. People. Thank you because so much. Because that means I'm doing my job well, right? If I'm, if I'm in, an, in a position of power and I'm surrounding myself by people who are smarter than me, we're going to be more powerful together. You got it. Right? I love it. You know, Nell Daly, you are such a great guest. I want you to come back again soon, okay? Would you do that for me? Of course, Ernie, I will. Anytime. You're terrific. We, we certainly hope we've helped you today with some positive ideas and good information uh, to live life the way you want. I'm going to see you next time. I'm Ernie Anastas on Positively Extra. And, of course, you can always catch me on 77 WABC Radio every day with more positive news you can use. I'm wishing you all good things. And like the song goes in the background, I love this song, Born to be Alive by Patrick Hernandez. Remember that you were born to be alive. Have a good one. See you next time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.